Christmas is almost here, which means that everyone is going to be getting a gift or two that they've been looking forward to getting for quite a long time. Well, how about have that same mindset with your Ohio State football team who will be facing the Georgia Bulldogs in a little over a week from now? We have some Christmas gifts to hand out to the offense and defense of the Buckeyes. You will not want to miss what happens during this episode of Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes. Part of Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Friday, December 23rd in the year 2022. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Those of you watching on the YouTube, see his face. I mentioned it earlier this week. We would have a special guest on a Friday show with a little special Christmas feel. It's my guy, our guy, Mo Murphy, the host of the Up in Flames podcast, also a part of the Off the Ball Network. Mo. Welcome back and an early Merry Christmas to you and your family. Hey, Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. And I mean, Jay, I say it every time I get on here, it's more, I don't even look at, it's an honor for me to be on here. Like I know sometimes you'll feel the same way. Hey, I'm, you blessed me to come on the show, but bro, it's an honor to be on here. Like I get more excited for this than doing my own show, to be honest. Speaking of your own show, Mo, you just recently uh, reached the 100 episode mark uh, for the Up in Flames podcast, and I I had a small, just a very small part of that show, but I want to say publicly congratulations on that because that's not easy, bro. Like people do not realize how hard it is to podcast, especially when, in your case, you are married, you have kids, you have duties around the house, um, you have to get, you have to talk to your wife like, hey, kid, do I have time for this? But you also have to do it consistently and also have something interesting to say and have a thought and a well-educated opinion about whatever topic you're on. To do it for 100 episodes, that's a major accomplishment, Mo. When I said it on your show in a small video, video but I want to say it here as well. Congratulations. I think Ohio State fans um, love you for the uh, announcement that you bring to this show. But also, I think they would love to probably check out the Other Plains podcast because you do good stuff over there as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I do appreciate it, bro. Um, And, you know, it's one of those, like, I see what I do, and I feel like, you know, all right, it was an accomplishment, but then I look at, man, Jay, you on what? A hundred and what? Like, you've, you're you well past the hundred mark. You do Locked on Buckeyes on a, every Monday through Friday. You don't miss a beat. So I'm like, when people are like, man, that's a, you know, that, that's an accomplishment, and I'm like, man, I still – still people working harder than me, so I, I still got to keep going, man. So, yeah, guys like you always keep me on my toes, and it's not – I won't even say it's friendly competition. It's not competition. It's just game recognizes game, and we link up all the time, and we talk Ohio State. We're able to talk sports no matter what it is, your podcast, my podcast. So I just feel like it's game recognizes game, and we keep each other on our toes. That's it, man. That's it. Game recognize game. Encourage each other along the way. And I do think that Buckeye fans are going to get a little bit of encouragement during this show. It's just Christmas time. Mo, the temperature's dropping. Everyone's going to be at home. Um mm-hmm ready to open presents and open gifts and uh, laugh and make memories this time of year. And I think Christmas time for Ohio State is special because after the loss to Michigan, a lot of people did not think the Buckeyes would be in this spot right now. And so this could have been a, a Christmas show talking about, oh, 
um, the Orange Bowl. Uh, what I thought the Rose Bowl, but the Buckeyes don't want to go to Pasadena. They prefer to go to or to Miami, excuse me, for the Orange Bowl. I thought it was going to be more of a New Year's Six only type of bowl. No, the Buckeyes have a chance to win a national championship in 2022. So with that in mind, this Christmas, um, that may be a Christmas gift where people say Christmas came early. Getting a gift from the Pac-12 as Utah beat USC to win the Pac-12 championship, which opened the door for the Buckeyes to walk into the number four seed in the playoff. That could have been a gift for the Buckeyes early. But, Mo, we have more gifts to hand out for this team against their game game against Georgia because, to me, this is the premier bowl game of bowl season. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, after the loss to Michigan, you know, there was a lot of irrational analysis um, about the Ohio State team. We People was ready to fire Ryan Day and start over. I mean, we're tweeting at Mike Vrabel to come be the head coach. <laughs> and Luke Fickle, I mean, oh, man, it was – it was all bad, but I always knew there was still an opportunity. Like things needed to shake our way and they were all out of our control, but there was still an opportunity. And so things that were out of our control shook our way. Whether you think we deserve it or not, whoever that fourth team was going that was going to get in essentially wasn't going to deserve it because they were either going to have two losses and be non-conference champs or they would have been a three or four loss conference champ. And, you know, we've just never seen that before. So um, somebody of the undeserving had to get in, and so we just, you know, we panned out better than everybody else. So I, I'm not mad about it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and, you know, Ohio State, just just a note for everybody who's doubting us is since 2012, we're 8-2 and two in games where we're underdogs. We've been underdogs 10 times in 10 years. We're 8-2. and two. So I like our chances. You can tell us every time you tell us we're underdogs, well, that's not that much. But we don't match up well with the team in front of us. And, and a lot of times we answer the call. So that's just something to think about over uh, Christmas preparing for the New Year's or New Year's Eve is what all of us here will be preparing for. Exactly. Exactly. This show's going to have a different feel to it. Um, I'll say different feel. A little more back and forth for Mo and I still. But Mo and I today are going to provide and hand out a gift for the Ohio State offense and the Ohio State defense going into the game in the Peach Bowl in the college football playoff. One gift apiece for offense, one gift apiece for defense. Mo, you're the guest. You're going first. Let's start with the – no, I want to – you can pick the side of the ball you want to start with. I won't even do, do that. Yeah. So I know that there's one up there that you said, hey, Jade, I hope you don't pick that same one. You can pick that now if you want to. I don't care. If you pick defense, I'll go defense. If you go offense, I'll go offense. But Mo Murphy, what gift do you have for one side of the ball on the Ohio State football team? So just to get this straight, I'm picking the side and my gift. We're, doing, just, we're, do, we're, still, we're still going to do one for offense, one for defense okay. apiece, but you get to pick what side of the ball we do first. Okay, we're going to do offense first. Okay. So you, Go okay. So not, okay, yes. so I didn't know yes. if I was picking and then you give the gift first. No, no, okay. no, no, no. You, you, pick the side, you pick the side of the ball and you pick the gift, and then we'll go okay. to defense second. All right, cool. Yeah, that's why I got confused a little bit. All right, so my gift for the offensive side of the ball is something that we haven't had consistently this year, and there's a perfect guy who was floating around in Ohio State's history, who has come up in big moments like this. And if we gifted him on this offensive side of the ball, I think he would carry us to a national championship. So I'm gifting this Ohio State team for Christmas, entering the playoffs, the specific 2014-15 Ezekiel Elliott, number 15, will be back in an Ohio State jersey. For these Ohio State Buckeyes, that is what I'm gifting them. Good old St. Mo 
has gifted them the number 15 Ezekiel Elliott for the Ohio State Buckeyes because I think we haven't had consistency from our running backs all year. And the last time that we were in this spot, we were underdogs against the SEC powerhouse. And Zeke put us on our back and carried us to a national championship. And so I'm looking and I'm saying, if we had Zeke, why couldn't we do it again? We got the we got better receivers than we had that year. We probably have we have a better quarterback than we had that year. I think we even have a better offensive line than we had that year. And what we're missing is a workhorse, a guy who can just burst through the hole and give me a 60-yard touchdown and put up the peace sign and let you know the game is over. And so I think it's Ezekiel Elliott. So for this Christmas, I wanted to come on this show and bless our Ohio State fans with Ezekiel Elliott wearing number 15, dawning number 15 in the backfield to come save our offensive struggles in running the ball. Yeah, you gotta love it, man. You, you gotta love it. <laughs> You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I gotta say, picking that player <clears throat> from that year, that team, that run, that would be something that this team does not have. You know I love Mind Williams' game. He's a dog on the football field. But he's been battling injuries. We have seen other things, the running backs, battling injuries, depth chart changes and, and, uh, and fluctuations. Even prior to the start of the season with Evan Pryor season-ending leg injury. If you put Zeke on this team against Georgia, Mo, talk about not knowing how you can handle, like not some how you you don't know how you can uh try to slow down the offense. Because if you try to pinpoint and say you put an eight, nine, maybe even ten, capable ten, you put eight, about eight or nine guys in the box. Well, you got you got guys on the outside because Harrison Jr. go he, that boy about to get loose. If you want to, if you want to focus on the passing attack. Zeke's running that zone read like crazy, consistently. 85 yards to the heart of the South. He'll do it again if he needs to. And so that right there alone, Zeke right there, um, I, I'm with it. I am with that. Mo, my gift for the offense is not a former player. It's because I do believe, currently constructed, this team has the talent to beat Georgia on, off, on offense. 
It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. Wrong. They have the talent to do that. So I'm just going to tap into something that I believe every athlete needs in them. Not every athlete has it, but every athlete needs it. If you put the dog mentality into all 11 starters, it's over, Mo. Georgia fans, I don't care if you're listening to this. Um, you'll hear next week my thoughts and how I think the game's going to play out. But if this team has a dog mentality, everybody on offense, and this dog mentality going to C.J. Stroud and that trickles around to the other guys that are there in the Ohio State offense, Mo, Ohio State wins this game. I mean, I, like, clearly they win this game. I don't care about if they still play multiple running backs. I don't know, and I really don't care. The dog mentality, if that's on with this team, this offense that has scored so many points this year, could score so many more points in the game against Georgia because the outside, you can't stop them. The offensive line, they stay healthy. They just move guys off the ball. Kane Stover makes some crazy catches. And the guys in the backfield, they're trucking guys and, and making and getting uh, what could have been a three-yard gain turned into a 13-yard gain. What could have been a two-yard loss turned into an eight-yard gain. The dog mentality alone. I do think this team is talented enough on paper. I've mm -hmm. Goes at something else, but on paper, they're talented enough to match up with Georgia. But I do think that dog mentality with everybody. And imagine this you have Harrison Jr. and Abuka out there on the outside. Imagine Fleming with that dog mentality. Mo, game over. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I really thought you were going to go a play. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to go a player and thought you were going to go quarterback. Which quarterback? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but I thought you were going player. So for you to say the dog mentality is like basically heart. And just yeah. come out there and know that we're going to play hard. And I, I do feel like we've lacked that all year. And so if we could, if we could, everybody could show up and play dog mentality equals a plus Ohio state football. And I think everybody's been waiting to see that the whole country has been waiting to see a plus Ohio state football and they haven't seen it yet. And that's something else I've been wishing for is like, if we play our a plus game for the first time all season, I don't see anybody beating us on our best night. And so, yeah, offensively, if we could get our a plus game, uh, that night with some with some dogs out there on the field, Georgia will have a hard time scoring touchdown for touchdown with us for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I thought about going a player, and I'll tell you who the player was. I considered putting on this team. It's Justin Fields, but I think with that was, I think Stroud's best game is good enough to beat Georgia. So I didn't want to go with a quarterback and a player. Um, I I think the biggest issue is running back, but health is what's kind of derailed them a lot. Mayan yeah. Williams. Down Hayden, I don't care who the running backs are in this game. I think if they, if all of them with their current skill set, if they have that dog mentality, I think it's going to neutralize Georgia's defensive front and Georgia trying to stop the run. Georgia's been able to stop the run consistently and even in better competitions, they rise to the occasion. But if that old line, the interior of the old line and those backs, if that dog mentality is in them, bruh, like it's a, it's a game changer. Like we're talking yeah. about a completely different football season. And we're talking about a different feel at the end of the year, not losing to Michigan, winning the Big Ten Championship. And then Ohio State can be looked at like, oh, 2020 Alabama or 2019 LSU, how they looked at at the end of the regular season and said, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. This team is one of the better teams we have seen over the past two decades. We got to put some respect on their name because they're that good. I believe that the Buckeyes have that amount of talent on the team. There are outside things and sometimes inside forces inside the players that kind of derail them from doing that. But let's go back to Ezekiel Elliott really quickly. Because if you put Zeke on this team, and we saw what he did to that Alabama team, which is not one of the better Alabama teams that Nick Saban has had, but it's still a really crazy, talented Alabama team down there. 
And we saw that it wasn't just that game. It was also the Big Ten Championship game. It was also the game in the Natty against Oregon where Zeke just went off. That might just be what this team needs. That spark from the backfield, that might be what they need to uh, play out of their minds against Georgia. So I, I love your mindset. And let me tell you, man, if we're talking about Ohio State running backs, uh, our favorites of all time, I know Maurice Claret's up there for both of us. Um, I know I, I like some of the guys that played in the middle of the 2000s, but if, over the past 10 years, Zeke is that guy. Not oh, just because he's a fan, not just because he's he's uh, he's good on the football field uh, in certain games. No, every game. Zeke's a dog. If you put Zeke on this team under a Ryan A offense, bro, we we would we, it would blow our minds how great this offense is. Yeah, Zeke's probably the best running back to ever play at Ohio State. Sorry, Eddie George. Just I didn't get to see Eddie George either, but in my lifetime, Zeke's easily the best running back to ever bless in Ohio State uniform. I, it's not arguable. You could tell me the numbers. That's probably because they played and were starting running backs a lot longer. But for them, to his sophomore and junior year, bro, Zeke was untouchable. Like, he ran us to a national championship and then turned around and carried us for a whole season again. I mean, we had to ride on the backs of him to beat Indiana the following year. So, like, bro, we, we rode Zeke for two years, and, and that man never disappointed. Like, if there was one guy that was going to play great every game, it was Ezekiel Elliott. So Mo, Mo defense. Well, you're the guest once again. We got one more side of the ball to go to. Mo, I'll let you have the first shot at this one as well. What gift do you have for the Ohio State defense? All right. So I gave us a player. So now I'm on the offensive side. So now I'm going to bring back a few players. And I'm going to bring back a group, a position group. So let's, re let's remind everybody, Mo first, I just talked about it. He's He gifted the Buckeye offense, Ezekiel Elliott. Now he's saying he's gifting them a few players. I'm yeah. interested to hear what you got to say. So I'm going position group, right? Okay. Um, and it's a few players. This position group specifically may have been the greatest position group ever assembled on the college football level. Period. I think I know where you're going. And... um. It, I got remind. It's crazy because a video reminded me of how special this group was, and then you hit me up and was like, "We we're gonna gift Ohio State something for this for Christmas," and so I took it for these for this playoff run. But you get to open it on Christmas and understand what you get for the playoff run. The 2016 Ohio State secondary. That is what is coming back to Ohio State. I am gifting us the secondary, the safeties. The corners, Garyon Conley, Denzel Ward, and not and Marshawn Lattimore, on top of Malik Hooker. Just remind you that year, twenty-one interceptions, seven returned for touchdowns between the four of them. You talk about lockdown defenders. You talk about where we lack defensively. I'm okay with our D line. Could have brought our best pass rusher we've ever had, or what? Well, I'm okay with our D line. I think we can apply enough pressure. If you give me the 2016 secondary, give me Malik Hooker, give me Denzel Ward, give me Marshawn Lattimore, and give me Garyon Conley on this team. If I got to add Zeke on the offense and these guys on defense were the greatest, we would be we would have been the greatest college football team ever this year. If I could have added basically those five guys, but I'm gifting a group as a whole. You know, I gave you the one gift, and then I gave you the big one to wrap, big box and things start popping out of it, and it's the 2016 secondary. I think that's our weakest spot. I think we've been burnt on the t over the top two, one too many times, probably 10 too many times this year. And so if I could go get the one of the greatest secondaries ever assembled in, that college football has ever seen in the history of its game, 
I think that would be a game changer. And then I think there would be no way we were underdogs, no way we weren't undefeated, no way we didn't win the Big Ten Championship. So, yeah, give me the 2016 secondary for defense. So you went with the entire position group. I am going to kind of dabble around and move around a little bit with this one because in 2018, <clears throat> Buckeye fans were hoping to get a combination of Chase Young and Nick Bosa. Did not get it. Bosa went down with an abdominal injury and decided to not return to the uh, football team. Ended up preparing for the NFL draft uh, a few months earlier than expected. And then Chase Young kind of blew up and had his Chase Young gear the following year. Now, I mean, still one of the wildest things I've seen um, consistently at a defensive end from Ohio State. Joy, no, no knock against Joy Bosa. Um, I love Joy Bosa. Uh, I loved Sam Hubbard. But what Chase Young did, he was more athletic than Joy Bosa. Um, and it, it just, just a wild, wild thing we got to see that year. But I want to add, I'm not going to remove, um, I, I'm keeping one linebacker. I'm going to add a linebacker and a defensive end. One gift leads to another. That's how you got to do it. Because, Mo, I am gifting this team Chase Young mm -hmm. with JT Toy Malowal. I'm going to gift this team, take a steel chambers off the field, and I'm gifting this team Ryan Shazier. Because I do believe Shazier and Tommy Eichenberg can, can patrol the middle. Either one can lead the defense. Either one can call the shots. They can play either middle or outside. Now, Shay that does not really matter with the two linebackers. Your 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 responsibilities are a little bit different than if you are in a four three or four four type mm -hmm. of set or three four type of set. But then I do think with Tui Malowal and Chase Young, Georgia can't pinpoint and say we're going to focus on one end or the other. You can't right. do that. I also believe that Mike Hall is going to be healthy this game. And so the interior of the D line is going to be set. And so with that in mind, if you put Tui Malowal, I'm not going to take off both players. I'm not doing that. If you put Tui Malowal on one side, if you put Chase Young on the other, two crazy athletic guys, Tui Malowal can drop into coverage. I think Chase Young can as well. Just didn't do it because the defense didn't ask him to. You give me Shazier and you give me Eichenberg. And I'm going to couple that with your, like, I just wasn't even planned. If you gave me the 2016 secondary with with this with with what I just gave you, hey bro, it's, it's game over. Like we're going to be riding high like he did against Clemson after the game in 2020 when Justin Fields threw the ball 60 yards in the air to Chris Olave, and Olave was like, "Oh my gosh, the ball's here!" And he just started celebrating, doing a little uh, high step, little mini high step into the end zone. But I do think though, man, I don't want to take I don't I don't want to take away everything from this team, but I do think though. If you give me Chase Young between below while you give me Shazier and Eichenberg, game changer for this defense. Yeah, and I mean, if you talk about, like, since we came on here and gifted two gifts, if we combine them and we put this as a team, bro, like, if, you're, if we get to go into this game with Zeke and the dog mentality on offense, we're adding a dog to that mentality, and then we get to go with the 2016 secondary Shazier, replacing steel chambers so it's not like we're throwing like Eichenberg or, you know right. we're not throwing him right. under the bus we're not throwing our best players under the bus we're throwing guys who kind of where we've been lacking all year like hey you could kick rocks for these guys and no Ohio State fan would disagree with it would they have a different gift maybe but I, I'm gonna be honest with what we've given them I don't I the only thing I think that would be argue I won't say arguable maybe somebody would say like AJ Hawk Maybe somebody loved AJ Hawk a little more than Shazier. Like if they went linebacker, but other than that, like you couldn't even dispute the gifts we gave because we fixed all of our problems. Yeah, we literally yeah. fixed all of our problems yeah. in in two gifts apiece. Yeah, and I, I I will say this: 
I think the secondary knows how to play good football, play elite football. No, I say like I know they're being taught the right things. Something is missing in transition from the classroom to the football field. And so when Mo brings up the 2016 secondary, Mo, I think that secondary kind of gets overlooked. And it could be recency bias. Everyone goes back to 2019, Jeff Okuda, Damon Arnett. Um, 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 I forget who the slot. Sean Wade was there. Yeah, Sean, thank you. Sean Wade. I forgot about him because 2020 is trying to forget about that season. But then you also had uh, Jordan Fuller uh, at safety. And so people think about the 2019 team. But that 2016 team, bro, like you talk about one of those teams that of one of the better, more talented teams that Urban had that probably could have won a natty. That 2016 team was really, really good. And then had it, secondary go first. first say it again. First, the, that entire secondary went first round. Malik, Denzel, right. Marshawn. The only one that might not have was Gary and Conley, but I think he did because the Raiders reached for him when they drafted him. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they turned around and reached for Arnett later, like a few years down the line. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that whole secondary went first round where that wasn't the case for 2019 because Fuller went in what, like the sixth or seventh round and yeah, well, stupid. captain of the Rams now. But yeah, yeah, that 26, it was all first round picks. And like, we're all projected superstars. Like Malik Hooker got hurt. Denzel Ward is still a lockdown corner now. Marshawn Lattimore is still currently a lockdown corner. No, Gary on Conley got into some trouble or whatever, but and he's looking for his way back into the league. But mm-hmm. still, I mean, Malik Hooker still producing in the NFL safety for the Dallas Cowboys. So it's like, it's, we got nothing but production out of there, and two of them, top, both of them are top ten corners right now. One of them definitely have an argument to be in the top five, and the other one, Denzel Ward, could be a top five corner in the next year or two. Like I think he could enter himself in the conversation at any point in time as well. So that second and that secondary was just as great in college. Like they were better in college, and these dudes are top of their position, projected to be top of their position when they came in. So. Yeah, that that 2016 secondary, like 21 interceptions, seven for touchdowns. Like, there's not a lot of secondaries that can say they have those statistics between four players. Like, I didn't right. even add a strong safety. I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember who the strong safety was with Malik Hooker when he was the free safety. I remember the two lockdown corners on the outside, our nickel corner, and that safety in Malik Hooker, because those were the superstars, you know, of that defense at that time. Yeah, I love it, man. Great show. I love the stuff that we brought to the team to brought to the table. And I do believe just like you. You put this team together with the gifts that we provided today, Ohio State beats Georgia in the Peach Bowl and the college football playoff. I still think they still have a shot, Mo, to win the game. I'm not giving my prediction just yet, but I still mm-hmm. think this team currently constructed has a shot to beat Georgia on New Year's Eve. Mo Murphy, my guy, once again, congrats on 100 episodes on the Up in Flames podcast. And if you could, let everyone let everyone know where they can follow you on Twitter and where they can catch your podcast and some of the great things going on over there at the Off the Ball Network. Yeah, so you can follow me right here, as you see, if you're watching on YouTube, at Mo underscore Cheese 15 on Twitter. Um, you can listen to Up in Flames anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, um, all that good stuff. And then I got a show coming out probably later on today. Um, so if y'all want, after watching this, if y'all want to check that out, it'll probably be later on in the evening um, or sometime Saturday. But, you know, Sunday is Christmas, so you got to get the show out of the way for the week. Um, and also make sure to check out Field Stormers. Uh, you know, if you love... Jay talking college football and, and fully focused on, you know, the Buckeyes, myself and Walker, we cover the broader thing about college football and we try not to lock in too much on the Buckeyes, even though somehow, some way, every episode, I figure out a way to bring them up, but that's just a biased thing. And I'll state it before that, but we talk all things college football. Um, So yeah, if you want to go check that out, you can get Phil Stormers anywhere you can get um up in flames as well. So 
Yeah, that's all I really got, though. And I appreciate you for having me on, as always. Always, Mo. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Merry Christmas once again to Mo Murphy. Merry Christmas to everyone listening or watching the podcast. I hope you stay safe. I hope you stay warm. I hope you don't try to get out into this mess over the weekend um, with the weather and the crazy temperatures and the crazy wind chills and all of the things that are going on right now in the Midwestern portion of the country. Mo, you're in Texas. You're dealing with some inclement weather and some cold temperatures as well. It's going around the country, but before you know it, Christmas will be here. Football will be on the TV. NBA basketball will be there. And before you know it, the Buckeyes will be back on the football field playing in the college football playoff. What gifts do you have that you like to give either the offense or the defense for the Buckeyes? Put them in the YouTube comment section, and let's have a little fun talking about Christmas and how Christmas can help the Buckeyes beat Georgia on New Year's Eve. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.